session of this, our Sunday morning, with me, C. Maria, a.k.a. the Mediating Shiro, right here at our Ground Zero. And as always, I want to remind you that when I say we're at Ground Zero, we are not at rock bottom. We are simply on solid ground. Therefore, we can gain our footage, dig in deeply, and prepare to propel ourselves to new heights. So, hello, hello, and welcome over in our show chat room. Welcome to Cole and Simon, our friends from the UK. They are in this morning. Welcome, welcome, and welcome to those of you who are listening throughout uh, our various players on the net, and those of you who are over in our call query. Thank you so much for being here again this week. Well, today is all about (laughs) beautiful lies and ugly liars. So for those of you who are new to our program, because I see some new numbers popping in, 
Let me tell you a little bit about how our show flows. I always start off with our greetings, salutations, and some information from our listenership from the week prior and any other important announcements. And then we get into our stress relief and release segment, which for that segment, I ask that you are in a lying or seated position because our eyes will be closed for our breathing exercises. If you decide to stand and you get hurt, that is on you because I tell you several times that you must be in a lying or seated position with your eyes closed for our breathing exercises. And then we jump right into our program. So again, welcome to those of you who will be listening to us through uh, replay Uh on any of our various players throughout the net. We always like to give you a shout out as well. And let's go on our journey around the world for our highest listenership from last week. The USA, Spain, the United Kingdom, Cambodia, Brazil, Russia, China, Thailand, Italy, and a special welcome to Guatemala. Let me say that again. The United States of America, Spain, the United Kingdom, Cambodia, Brazil, Russia, Russia, I'm sorry, China, Thailand, Italy, and a special welcome to Guatemala. And here in the United States, New York, Maryland, Georgia, Virginia, Tennessee, Massachusetts, North Carolina, Florida, Ohio, Missouri, Arizona, Washington State, and Oregon. Again, that special shout-out to New York, Maryland, Georgia, Virginia, Tennessee, Massachusetts, North Carolina, Florida, Ohio, Missouri, Arizona, Washington State, and Oregon. And just so you know, next week, before I forget, Next week, our show will be all about changing our past. That's changing our past. And now, for those of you who are ready, should be in your lying or seated position right now, because we are going into our stress relief and release segment of our program, lying or seated positions only. This is the time when we exhale. This is the time when we Release everything that we have been pulling around with us and lugging around for the last day, month, week, year, years, decades, centuries, whatever it may be. I always say that because I was at a uh, function a few years ago and I met a lady and her story stuck with me. She was well into her 90s. And she sat down with me, and uh, we talked for a good while, and she shared all of the hurts and pains from her life. Can you imagine holding on to disappointments, hurts, pains, and heartaches for over 90 years? Can you imagine that? So again, today is all about letting go. We're only here for a short time on Sunday starting at 8 a.m., and that's the time that this small time can have such a large impact in our lives. So lying or seated positions, let's start with our breathing exercises. Let's inhale. Now exhale slowly. Slowly. 
Let's inhale. Now exhale slowly. Let it all go, people. Let it go. I'll tell you all a story. Continue your breathing while I'm talking, but this week, a few days ago, I was talking to a coworker and I said, um, a colleague of mine, and I said that uh, I just wasn't feeling right. My head just wasn't feeling right. There was something different about it. It wasn't that um, she thought that maybe I was getting a um, a pressure, a migraine or something coming on because when storms are coming, sometimes uh, I can feel it in the form of a headache or a migraine or something to that nature. But this felt different this week. And um, it's around Saturday, I guess. It's a Saturday night or Friday evening. I was sitting and I was working on some things at the computer. And suddenly, my gums just let loose and I ended up with a mouthful of blood and clots. So... Until it stopped, I had run, had run to the rest to the bathroom, and um, I was there. And after that, my head felt better. So, turns out that my blood pressure had spiked to unruly levels. Now, by nature and by my DNA makeup, I have high blood pressure. Period. I mean, we're at ungodly levels. One of the highest that I um, like to speak about because I was in the hospital. It was 198 over 190. So to give you an idea of what I've lived with my entire life, which would explain some of my um, headaches and problems, um, this is what I've known my entire life, ever since I was a child. But this time, it had gone well above that, and um, my body must have been boiling on the inside. So between stress and other things going on in my life, I had to really get this in control. So one of the ways is to really go back into my meditation and taking care of me and making sure that I'm eating right and getting this stress level down. So that's what this time is all about. So again, with me now, let's inhale. Now exhale slowly. Inhale. Now exhale slowly. Inhale one more time. Now exhale slowly. Unless you are some of my diehard students, I want you to continue to be still. Let my words guide you today. And continue with your breathing. Okay? It is so important that we get our stress levels under control, that we realize that we are in charge of our destinies. That's why next week we're talking, we're going to be talking about changing our past. It may not be the way that you think, but we'll get into that, of course, next week. So for this week, we're, it's all about beautiful lies and ugly liars. Many of us know them. Many of us have been in their company. Many of us live with them. We know them. Some of us love them, even though many of them do not love us, not the way that we love them anyway. 
But we get hung up with the facade. We get hung up with the surface of these types of people. Something pretty to look at. But as it turns out, it's just full of pretty waste. So there are beautiful lies all over the place. They come in pretty wrappers, beautiful wrappers. But when you open that wrapper and you take a taste, you'll see that it's just full of ugly and bitter waste. So many of us long for the unique words that make our hearts, spirits, and souls melt. So many people seek out those of us who are wounded, fragile, and broken. They're willing to tell us whatever we want to hear. The beautiful lies from those who may be in beautiful wrappers, but ugly as can be on the inside. So I need you to remember these words. Do not be enticed by the luring lies that leave you in that vulnerable place. So today is all about an eye-opening discussion to give you the armor and shield you will need to make it through this holiday season without falling for the shiny wrappers full of ugly waste. So today is all about the beautiful lies and the ugly liars. And as I said earlier, they come in many forms. They could be a family member, co-worker, A friend, someone who you poured your heart and your soul into in so many ways to find out that everything was just a lie, just lies and waste of your time. This happens to men and women. We cannot dispel this enough that this this unique thought process that only women suffer or become victims to the ugly liars with the beautiful lies. It Let me just dispel that right here, right now, today. Men fall for it all the time because they are sugar babies, sugar, sugar honeys, whatever you want to call them out there, looking for their sugar daddies, looking for that person that can give them all the things that they're not willing to work for and obtain for themselves. So, yes, we have all of these people out here who are looking for that one person that they'll tell them what they want to hear. Because so many of us, we look for what we want. We never see the value of what we need as much as we do what we want. Let me say that again. We never see the value in what we need as much as we do what we want. I want to be rich and live in a mansion. What I need is shelter and some transportation to get me to and fro where I need to be so that I can work for myself to be able to sustain that roof over my head. 
That roof doesn't have to be that mansion. I've been in the big house, people. I've had beautiful home. I had my 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 kitchen that I loved, the kitchen that I had in my head. I had a wonderful guy. At some point, I had a beautiful home with the winding staircases and the whole nine yards. So I know what it's like. And then I know what it's like to lose everything and end up at rock bottom. That was one of the more wonderful highlights of my life. But then I lost track of who I was. And I was going through things at the time with the the, the alleged DNA strand, the so-called family and my mother and things like that. And um, I had lost all self-worth again in my life. And looking back on that for me, I know that that was the process that I was going through to prepare for my exodus, to prepare for my new leg of the journey, to prepare, to move on. When I decided that I wasn't going to buy into or play into the beautiful lies anymore. Because you see, some of the people tell you the most beautiful lies some of the ugliest people on the inside, even though their wrapper is shiny and pretty and very enticing, when you get into their inner core, they are some of the ugliest people you ever want to know or not know or that you will ever come across. Beautiful liars are all over the place. They tell you things. They're so smooth with all of their, the words that they know that you long to hear. And they keep you wanting more and more. And the minute that they think that you're getting your voice and you're getting your strength up at a notch or several notches, they will go to that point where they know what you want to hear especially when you're broken and wounded and you're shattered. When I was in my marriage and I was married to my abuser, or whether it was my mother, it didn't matter. These people, they all play the same games, whether it be buying me a wonderful golden or diamond bracelet after an altercation or whether it's putting plants and flowers on my doorstep so that when I come home, no one's around, but there's plants and flowers and wonderful things there. Or one moment you're calling me out of my name and the next minute you're talking to me like you really care and that you mean that you're sorry. And sometimes the beautiful lies don't come to you directly. They tell other people the beautiful lies about you. And these people fall for them and believe them. There's no bigger case than what was, has been going on here with the Supreme Court, now Supreme Court Justice, here in uh, the United States. A man who's either a very boring student in school and what man keeps all of his life's activities on calendars and happens to have those calendars for 30 years. But because this country is so divided, 
Let's take all of that out of the equation. When you're talking about a Supreme Court justice, the actions alone, the disrespect for the panel, the way that this gentleman presented himself, had I done that in an interview, they would have had security remove me from the premises fast, quick, and in a hurry. And it doesn't matter whether it happened, uh, all of the allegations of how he acted when he was a drinker and he blacked out and he doesn't know what he did. But because this country is so divided and the powers that be want their own people in positions of power, I'm hoping that after next year, prayerfully, I'll be coming out of school and I will be able to help people to settle their own problems so that nothing will ever have to go before our tainted Supreme Court in this country. And if it doesn't matter what place of the world you are. You know what we're dealing with, with the powers that be in this country. So, again, the lies are bound. And one thing that I just spoke about this morning is that I had um, posted something that I found on the Internet a couple days ago. And one thing that I want you all to understand, this isn't a political show per se, because all of this just ties in together with the lies. But when we get down to the lies, so there's some people sitting up here who are total lovers of the current regime, I say this to you as I've said to many people, and it's through some people. I said, what if, uh, how did the um, message go? What if you were told that both wings belong to the same bird? One wing is the right, one is the left. So you see, beautiful lies are coming from all angles. This is my point. Beautiful lies are coming from all angles, from the top to the middle to the bottom. We are all the masters of what we choose to believe. So many people have no inkling of what they're buying into. So many people have not even attempted to investigate things to know what they whether or not what they're hearing is the truth. Whether it be family members lying on you. Last week we got into a very deep discussion about the narcissistic parent. I know my mother's told so many things, but she swore up and, and down. She has never spoken to anyone about me. So the family is just waking up in the morning thinking she's a terrible daughter and she's a terrible person. And next time I see her, and if I don't, I'm going to send her. Very damaging and judgmental messages through text or email or whatever it is, because she must be terrible to her mother, who's never said anything to anyone about her. They just wake up in the morning and they think it, and they will have a party and celebrate this beautiful person. Because they fall for the ugly lies that that beautiful person is telling. Notice that's the opposite of what this show's title is about. Because so many times, this is exactly what happened. People switch it around. They fall for the ugly lies from the beautiful liars. 
I forgot to tell you all if you're new. There are moments of silence throughout our program. Prayerfully, they're not because of any technical difficulties. They are the times that I give you to digest what has been disgusted up to this moment. Figure out where you can apply today's lessons to your lives. And if you know someone that can benefit from our programs, please share them. Beautiful lies will pull and drag anyone in. Many times I've spoken about the fact that so many people fall into the beautiful lies. And as I said, you have people who, so-called family especially, they will start to, uh, what's the word I'm looking for, pray for you. Not realizing that they're praying against you because they have bought into the beautiful lies told by one or two or several ugly liars. They don't know anything but what one person has told them, and they're going to go for that. And imagine in a world where prayer works. They're praying for, I want this person to be back with the parent, and I want this person to be a better person, and blah, blah, blah. And you're here sitting here trying to get on your feet and trying to get from under the foot of all of the abuse that you've been under. And yet everyone around you, everyone that you have known for a good majority of your life is praying against you under the auspice that they're praying for you. To those who fall for it, I implore you to stop falling for the beautiful lies. And seeing right now, you think that you're listening to the beautiful liars telling the ugly lies. But what happened to people having common sense to know that there's this version, that version, and somewhere in between that's the proof? Nowadays, the beautiful liars have become so prolific at what they do. People believe them just like that in a snap. (gasps) They did what? He did what? Oh, my Lord. Did I tell you all the story? When my ex-husband and I were still living together, what he would do, he'd go to the bedroom window or whatever window was close. He would open that window as far as it could go, and he would start yelling and screaming, and he would start replying like, we're having a discussion or an argument out the window so that the neighborhood could hear. And one evening I had my earpiece in and it was on, um, you know, a private mode. So I knew when someone was calling and just put my hand up, press the button and it would answer the call. So my neighbor called and she said, are you all arguing again? I said, you all? I said, do you hear me saying anything? Well, I hear him yelling out the window. And Well, no, the key word is you hear him yelling out the window. And if I'm sitting here talking to you, how is it that I'm arguing with him? And the neighbor said, uh, she said, oh, my gosh, you're right. She said, I never even thought about that. I only hear his voice. I said, but see, this is how things go in life with the beautiful liars. If we had gone to court, there would be a million neighbors saying, oh, they argued all the time. I could hear them out the window in the bedroom. I could hear them out the window. They never heard me say one word. But because he would be at the window, yeah, you always do that. 
Don't call me a name. I tried to work for you. You're ungrateful. Yeah, yeah, right. Uh Uh-huh. And it seems like I'm saying something to him. They never heard me say one word. But they were quick to say, you all arguing again. No, he's yelling out the window, making pretend like we're arguing. But this is the same principle of those prolific, beautiful liars who tell the ugly lies on you. And then people fall for this. They believe it. And then the next day when the neighbors see them, you okay? You know, I heard you all arguing. Oh, you know, she gets crazy at times. She does this. She does that. Or a parent who says, I'm going out with my daughter. And before you get home, people are calling you saying, your mother said how nasty you were at to her at the restaurant and how you said X, Y, Z. And none of that ever happened. So I employ you today to just remember I need you to remember that there are more sides to every story. If you're those ugly liars telling those beautiful lies, you need to stop. Because I hope that if this show can help one person to wake up, and start questioning the messenger. Maybe some of us won't end up so broken. I need you all to understand that there are good people out here that you're ruining, that some people are ruining. That quiet time again, because this, every year, so many people end up being shattered in more pieces because of the lies of others. Many people end up in really bad places because of the lies of others. Many people end up in bad situations because they go out looking for people to tell them what they want to hear, people who are willing to tell them and give them the beautiful lies. If you're in that vulnerable place, stay home this holiday season. Do not go out. If you need to turn off the phone and everything, then that's what you do to keep yourselves safe. If you're in that place, place, stay.
stay home. Cole writes, those people that tell lies about you that are close, how can you tell the difference between lies and genuine constructive criticism, genuine advice? If you know, most times these people who are close to you, if they're the, if they're the ugly liars, they're not going to tell you anything. This is what they're going to do. They're going to pretend like everything was fine when they were in your company. And then they're going to talk to everyone but you about the beautiful lies and constructive criticism. If I'm doing something and they think, you know what? You need to tone it down a chill. Maybe I do because I have a strong personality. And if it's something that I can sit there and think and say, you know what, you're right. That's one thing. That's constructive criticism. The difference is when the things that are being said about you and to you can harm you in the end. Constructive criticism is meant to empower and uplift you and to help you get better at something. Those lies, you know that they're not true because they're lies. There are some people who I have come across in my life who (laughs) amazingly will lie in my face, will just lie. It's like, yeah, I just, I was there, I witnessed all of this. And they will stick to their lies. They will stick to their lies. Over and over again. Definitely a difference there between constructive criticism that's meant to help you. Constructive criticism is to help you, not the person who's talking to you. The lies are meant to harm you and help the person who's telling them. You know, I could do nothing right in the sight of my mother as a child. My brother, no matter what he touched, it was gold. Right, wrong, indifferent, it didn't matter. He had a problem with his ex-wife and, you know, domestic violence. Dear old mom goes right there to take up for him. Well, she must have done something to provoke it. No woman should ever say that about another woman. No woman should ever get in the middle of that, even if it's a man. Because guess what? We don't know what's going on in that relationship. But to stand up for your child, who's a grown individual, an adult, and say maybe his wife provoked it, come on now. This is why we need to stay away from those people who we know 
I don't care how much we love these people. You can love people from afar. If all they're doing is hurting you over and over and over again, how many times? Yeah, I'm quiet again because I want to put it right there with you if you are within the sound of my voice. How many times are you going to continue to allow yourself to be that footstool? How many times are you going to allow the same people to walk over you? Don't tell me, but I love them. You can love someone and and not be around them to give them to power to continually hurt you over and over and over again. And then there are people around them with small minds and big mouths who will fall for what those people are saying about you each and every time. Love yourself and respect yourself enough to know that you deserve better. Cole goes on to say, of course, staying away from those people would most likely result in you being cut off from the rest of your family. You have no interaction with them, even with any young kids, nieces, nephews, etc. I'm in that phase right now. I told my daughter-in-law, as long as she didn't take my grandbabies away from me, they're my lifeline. I told her from day one. From day one, I told her, you're going to hear a lot of things about me, but all I ask is that you Find out the truth for yourself. And sure enough, as soon as my mother got to know her, it started. Back then, my daughter-in-law was still young and into all of it. And I told her, everything is going to come full circle one day. You're going to wake up one morning, and it's all going to be very clear. And that's what happened. Cole goes on to say, in the end, they'll be judged. Karma is a, well, we know what karma is. And I say it all the time. Karma is one heck of a, we all know what. And that's true, Cole. Because let me tell you this. I have peace in my life. Because you see, so many of you, let's go back to your last statement. When you when you stay away from these people, and people, I think it was a few weeks ago I said someone on social media had written, no, the Bible says you're supposed to forgive all your family. And the Bible says this. Well, what did that person say that for? Well, I started a firestorm and it went on from there. No, the Bible says that we're supposed to respect and love and honor and cherish one another. And the Bible also says that when parents and anybody else forsakes you, that God will be there to take care of us if you believe. And if you don't believe, let me tell you something. If you have people that are family that are in your life who are hurting you every day, you know, where the Bible is concerned, so many people tend to manipulate it to suit their own personal agendas. I said, so excuse me to the writer. So you're telling me 
that if I'm being abused every single day of my life, I'm supposed to stay there and love them. And while I'm at it, love what they're doing to me too, because you claim from one verse in the Bible that that's what's supposed to happen. You know, if you really sit down and you go through the Bible, there's something in there. It's very contradictive, depending on which verse you read. Over the years, and I mean many of years, every family member that's come to me with the Bible says this, I've come to them with several verses better. Don't play with me when it comes down to the Bible. If God didn't mean for me to have a life of my own and to be happy and healthy and and, and experiencing that life, then the Bible would be right. I should stay there under my mother's foot and let the family continue to attack me and tell me how awful an individual I am. But I know my heart. I know my spirit and soul, and I know what I've done and have not done. I know the hurt that I've had to experience. I know what it's like to have a brother who beat me every chance he got or when he was upset about something. I know that my mother loved to watch him do it. I know that when my family member questioned her about it not not three years ago, she said that's what siblings do. I remember the day that he decided to show off outside in front of a male neighbor, and that male neighbor threw him up against the wall and told him if he ever put his hands on me again, there would be hell to pay. I know that my aunt was the one who had to stop my my father's wife from harassing me on the phone as a child and calling me. Cole, I had no grandparents. Um, I didn't know my father's grandparents or great-grandparents, my mother, my mother's mother, she was away. My great-grandmother kept me safe and prayed for me. And I think I shared the story of how my mother looked when my great-grandmother cried her eyes out, when my mother told her she was moving away and taking us away. And she begged her not to take us away. And she looked like she didn't care. Even to my great-grandmother, she cried shortly thereafter she passed away. So I didn't have, I had my great-grandma Lucy, who I love to this day. She would get out the oils and the Bible, and she would sit by me and pray by me because I was very sick as a child. I was extremely ill. And I remember that day while I sat on the steps with my doll baby, and I watched. I didn't know what my mother's facial expressions and all that was then, but I sure as hell know now. And I remember Grandma crying. She had on her long dress, and um, I think it had flowers on it. It was like the main color was like a blue-green or aqua color or something, and she cried and she cried. And I think she had on her little apron, and she begged her not to take us away, and my mother looked down at her like she was the best thing. See, my mother always went after the weakest links, and she didn't care who they were. I had no one in this family. Everyone was under her spell, under the lies, and they believe to this day. And even on social media, I had to delete quite a few people. I had to take them away. I had to erase them from my lives. 
my daughter-in-law is getting remarried now to someone new and and uh family is coming and i i had a long talk with her about um where that leaves me will i still be her mill her mother-in-law and all of these things and we had a long talk and I thank the good Lord every day that she didn't buy into the lies. She didn't buy into the manipulations and the deceptions. She didn't buy into any of that. And in looking back, she was the only one. I had an uncle who wanted to know the truth about my mother and I's relationship. And one day after, you know, uh, something had gone down and I was totally confused as to why he was calling me and things like this. And I said, she could have called herself. And he said, this is why I didn't want to get in the middle of it. And then he said, you know what? I don't even want to know what on. If you want to tell me, fine, but I don't want to know. And that cut through me like a life because he was my last lifeline to this so-called family who may not even be my family because dear old mom said some other woman was on her birth certificate and, of course, granddad was never her father. So I don't know who these people are, but for them to act this way towards someone from a child to this day, there's a problem there. There's some type of a disconnect. So I know what it's like, people. I don't do these shows lightly. I know what it's like when you're the victim of the beautiful lies from ugly liars and the foolish people who continually believe those lies over and over again. And yes, sometimes you have to make a clean break in order for you to heal and be able to live your best life possible. It may hurt for a little while, but like any wound, it will heal if you allow it to. If you have a wound and, you know, it gets that scab on there, if you keep picking at it, it's never going to heal. And at some point, it may even become infected. You don't want that infection to seep into your life. You don't want that infection to get so bad that it makes you sick and it makes you worse. You don't want that. So let that wound heal. There are more people out here who I consider family that I have no known DNA ties to than I would ever feel a tie to with the alleged DNA on my mother's side. I'm good with the fact that dear old mom doesn't want to share any information. She, It's all about her. She likes the attention. She likes the pity party. That's fine. And when I made that conscious decision to walk away from that side of the family, I haven't looked back since. And some people may say, well, why are you talking about it? Well, because I'm a speaker and because this is a talk show and because in order for me to I, to connect with you all, I have to identify with what you're going through. That is the difference. And as I've said before, at some point in my life, I will stop talking about all of it. And we're going to move on to another phase of healing. But I am a teacher. I am a mentor. 
I am that person that every single show I do, there's not one time where someone doesn't contact me to tell me, oh my gosh, I heard you for the first time. And you let me know that I'm not alone. And I've shared the story with a woman out in uh, California, I believe. She had called into a show and she said, I heard your show back in January. And I've been looking for it ever since. And that particular year, which was either this year or last year, I think it was last year, I thought that she was talking about 2017. Well, as it turns out, she had heard my show in 2016. And she had spent the last year trying to catch my show again. And somehow it popped up and she saw the name and she remembered the name Healing Through Hurt. Because the original, the mother of all shows is Healing Through Hurt iTalk Radio on this, the Healing Through Hurt iTalk Radio Network. The other shows are like the children, but the mother show is Healing Through Hurt. So, Cole, to answer your question, the one great-grandparent who was there for me was my Grandma Lucy, and I love her to this day. A picture of her at the church with the the uh, church ladies all around them hangs over my bed right now to this day. But she was my great-grandmother, so you know that she was, um, when she passed, she was well into her 90s. She was in her 90s. So she was the only one. Cole asked, the emotional abuse that I went through, isn't that a crime in the United States? Here in England, emotional abuse is considered a crime. And if a child was getting emotionally abused, you'd have child protective services around at the door. But you have to remember something. I came up in the 60s and... Everything was hush-hush. I've spoken about the windows are closed, the doors are closed. You know, I was a child in this world by myself. I didn't know about calling Child Protective Services. And every time my mother was under the impression as I was growing that I was about to step up to her, she would say, the Bible says that you have to honor your mother and your father. And coming up in a very religious Bible Belt kind of family, Great-grand was the mother of the church kind of thing where we had special seats in the church and the whole nine yards. And we were at church all day on Sunday. And then you had Monday prayer. And then you had Tuesday whatever. Then you had midweek worship on Wednesdays. And then you had Thursday Bible study. And then you had Saturday morning worship and prayer breakfast. And then you were back to Sunday again where you were back in church all day on Sunday. So, you see, I believed that for a long time, and it wasn't until I was very grown and in college, actually, for the second or third go around, <laughs> um, the thing was that when I got old enough, um, it was my my college English teacher who we became friends after I was a student and I was talking to her about it and um, she said that uh, she introduced me to religious abuse and abuse uh, mentally and physically. I just put it all behind me and really didn't think about it and knew that 
When I made the conscious decision to become everything my mother was not, that helped me to heal more. Cole asked, did you ever talk to the pastor? Let me tell you something. To me, this is my personal opinion for all of you listening. I don't want any messages about the church and the past. You might love your pastor. I never trusted any pastors that I came across enough to talk to them. But did I talk to people who were pastors who weren't my pastors? Yes, I did. And I learned so much talking to these people who were totally on the outside looking in. These were the people that guided me to the right passages in the Bible and the things to let me know that I wasn't doing anything wrong. I wasn't this bad, awful person. I wasn't this person who the family had told me that I was, that my mother had made me out to be. I didn't know until I was much older that my mother, that thing called transference where everything that she was, she presented it to others like it was me. Everything that she hated about herself, she put on me. So, yes, I mean, for those of you, you can talk to a pastor, maybe not your pastor, because depending on who your pastor is and how well you feel or comfortable, depending on that person, if you feel that you are comfortable talking with that person, feel free. Me, I went outside of the box because I had to have people who had no connection to what was going on. And I got the best advice from those people. So at some point, we may continue this discussion. Um, our show is coming to an end again. But in closing, I want you all to know that you are worth more. You deserve the respect. You deserve to live your life and be happy doing it. You deserve peace. Keep the faith. And trust me, I need you to move on. It may hurt for a little while, but it won't hurt always. You deserve to be happy. And if that means walking away from everything and everyone, then so be it. You'll be okay. You'll find new friends. You'll find people who care for you, people who will uplift you, people who will encourage you and motivate you and inspire you, and people who will pray for your healing. People who will help you and not expect turn. When you need help, you reach out. Contact us. Our number is 202-618-2556. And Simon writes, awesome, awesome show this day. Memories have been brought back. Simon, if you want to share those memories, feel free to do so. Not today, maybe, because I know that they're fresh today. But if you want to share, you know how to reach me. We can talk in private over on social media. And if you want to talk about it one day in open forum, you can do that too. 
But that's what this show is about, to bring back those memories, to help you to know what you've been through so that you will know what you need to do next. And hopefully it will incite and inspire you to get with the people who will give you the encouragement, the encouragement and the motivation and the power and the strength to be able to move on. The ugly liars with their beautiful lies in their tracks so that you can live the most wonderful life possible. I'm going to continue to pray for all of us, you, 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 and you, and myself too, because I need it as well. And as I said, we are on this journey together. I don't do any show that I don't know anything about or have any experience with. So as always, I pray each and every one of you enough. I pray you enough sunshine to brighten your rainy days. I also pray you enough rain to make your gardens grow beautifully. I pray you enough smiles to turn the frowns you've been carrying around upside down. But most of all, I pray you enough strength and courage to face whatever may be knocking at your door, coming your way from this very moment and beyond. Continue to pay it and pray it forward because guess what? For every person that heals, that person then becomes another beacon of light for someone else. Yes, I reach the world, but I'm one person. Imagine If all of you who have been healed through these words and these programs, if you reach out and help someone else, what a beautiful, beautiful experience that would be. And trust me, your life can be wonderful when you make that choice to walk away from the ugly liars and their beautiful lies and those who choose to believe those lies. Every wound can heal if we leave it alone and give it time. So shall you. So until next time, I'm C. Maria Wall, a.k.a. The Mediator Shiro, right here at our Ground Zero. Praying each and every one of you enough. To my friends from the UK, Simon and Cole, thank you so much for being here. I know Gene was away yesterday, and he'll probably be listening to the replay, and I'll hear his uh, responses a little later on. Uh, For those of you who send me messages after the show, those of you who are listening through your phones and things like that, feel free to write to me or send me a text or a message. Our number is 202-618-2556. That's 202-618-2556. Our websites are thewallfoundationinc.org. That's thewallfoundationinc.org. My website is www.cmariawall.com. That's www.cmariawall.com. All of our websites, they have contact forms there you can use. Right, if you like email, my email address is let's grow at cmariawall.com. 
and contact at thewallfoundationinc.org. Let's grow with C. Maria. Look us up on Facebook if you want to follow me on my professional page there. Relationship Recovery is our group over on Google+. One thing we have there is longevity. Our family is growing continuously. We're like a family there. People come and they do not leave. So we're a family there as well. Again, there is support for you. So when you need it, reach out and we will be there. And if we can't help you, we will be able to direct you with resources that can help you. So until next week, again, next week we're going to be talking about changing our past, and this ties right into this program. So next week we're going to be talking about changing our past. So until then, be well, be blessed, and I will see you soon as we begin. We will end with Tori Lee's finally. Take care. Enjoy the remainder of your Sunday and your week. See you soon.